podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Cinnamon rolls and chili on a crisp November day. In the heart of football season, Thanksgiving's on its way. Mashed potatoes, turkeys, green beans not from cans. The Bosco boys are thankful for our diehard bonehead fans. The boys are back with another Friday episode, and this is actually going to be installment two of what I'm calling K-State Athletics Behind the Scene. So this guy right here, another one of the guys I enjoy his work with K-State probably just as much as anyone. He's now an official recurring guest after his very admirable uh, attempt at taking down Dan Gunersaurus Merker in K-State Trivia. It's the man, the myth, the legend, Cody Ezern. Cody, how are you doing today, my friend? I'm doing great, and I'll be waiting by the mailbox for that returning guest koozie. Yes, you know, I, I, you know me, I like to send them out. I, w- I was very happy to see you uh, displayed your first koozie in the office. I'm sure everyone who walks by, there's, it's jealous, but there's a nice little club of folks who have Bosco's Boys koozies now amongst all the K-State offices. Do you guys have like a secret group chat talking about how great you guys are, or how, how, how does that go? I'm not sure how it happened, but even Jay Maline has one in his office, so they're kind of staring back and forth at each other. Starkey comes in every day with her her fancy bottle one, so it's getting a little packed with koozies up there. <laughs> well, good. I, I like it. I, th- I think it's subliminal messaging. That's why you guys all keep coming on. You're like, ooh, if we go on this little podcast, we get some cool koozies. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get you your current uh, guest one soon. Before we get into everything, any of the questions, how are things going up in Manhattan? Uh, full disclosure, we're recording this on the second. We'll be dropping it on uh, this upcoming Friday. But just how are things going uh, in the most beautiful city in America? You know, things are going pretty great this week. It's been 70s the last couple of days. Got outside a couple of times. Um, athletics are in full swing. We got basketball now under, what, three weeks? Three weeks away, basically. Uh, so we'll start that tournament here in Manhattan. Things are getting really busy for sure. Yeah, definitely. And I, I, I was talking with Grant today after we closed up our Q&A episode. He said, feels like it was just a couple of weeks ago when he saw me tweeting about going to the Big 12 tournament game and – the sprint center talking about, oh, man, who knows when we'll get another one of these. And in a year of 2020, how it just seems like it never, never will end, but it also at the same time just goes by, you know, the snap of the fingers. Um, this isn't even in the outline, but how, how pumped are you going to be, especially to be able to get involved with a real-life basketball game after, you know, all the uncertainty whether or not this season may even happen? Oh, I mean, I'm so excited. I felt like it's literally been the longest summer offseason ever. Uh, it's kind of the weirdest story because, like, you know, the world has basically ended at the Big 12 tournament. The game got over at, like, 11 o'clock. I got done with my video about 2 in the morning, fell asleep, woke up at eight, uh, 10 o'clock, and everyone's like, pack your bags, you're going home. I'm like, what, what happened? I just went to bed. And they're like, tournament's over. So I'm like, oh, okay, guess we're going home. But, no, it's it's been so long. But, I mean, the guys have basically been working since June, so – I feel like they've been practicing for, what, four or five months now. So it's about time to get tip off again. 
Yeah, definitely. And before we get into all the questions, we got to give our first shout out to betonline.ag. Of course, the boneheads know at this point. Uh, I mean, heck, you, you guys are listening to this on Friday. We got action on Wednesday. You had college and NFL on Thursday. There's probably some stupid Big Ten game here on Friday. All sorts of stuff to gamble on over at betonline.ag. Use our promo code armchair. They're the official online wagering partner of the Armchair Media Network. And I saw you take a sip right there. Time out. Is that a beer of the pod? What are you sipping on over there, Cody? We got a true, true pumpkin boy over here. We got the UFO pumpkin. Um, oh, yeah. Not too bad, you know. I guess October's over, but, you know, you go straight into November with your pumpkin beers. Yes, I'm, 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 I have like four or five left in my fridge. There's hardly any left in any of the liquor store, so I'm enjoying it. I'm actually sipping on my final Schlafly pumpkin beer of the year so i'm gonna have to wait until you know august of next year to have it so i'm glad you're feeling festive with the pumpkin beer absolutely usually it's a hazy ipa for me but you know tis the season yes i i I love it so let's just get into it uh like i said this is kca athletics behind the scene emily was the first one on there uh so well received i'm like all right you know cody cody can stand up to the hype he can be the next one. So I just want you to tell all the listeners, what is your job with K-State and K-State basketball and what all goes into that position? Uh, so my official title is just a video producer, a video content producer, I guess you could say. Um, it basically starts started off a couple of years ago with Jay Moline, who was the original role. But uh, I do video work, kind of social media, intro video work, uh, stuff on the video board for mostly men's basketball, but I do chip in with other sports. Um, I help out with our broadcast. If we need someone doing replay, running a camera for those broadcasts, I'll help out with that. Um, we have a staff of about eight to 10 students that come in every week and they're, they're uh, overseeing each individual sport. So I kind of help make sure they're doing what they're supposed to be doing, making sure the videos are the best they can be. Um, and then other than that, yeah, helping out with the recruiting purposes for men's basketball, other sports. So uh, it's kind of a wear many different hats on many different days. No, I, I love it, and uh, I, I always – I'm curious. I, anyone I ever talk to gets into athletics, I love asking this question. What was the journey to the current position you hold, and what were all the pit stops along the way? Uh, so it's, it really actually goes back to, like, my junior year of high school, maybe my senior year of high school. Um, I was making a video in, like, my video production class in a little tiny 2A school, so had no clue what we were doing, but – I emailed K-State because the Mohican video for basketball, tunnel video. I was like, hey, what is that song? I want to make a video for my high school team. And so uh, my email got forwarded to Brian Smoller when I was like 16. And he's like, it's Mohican video. And so I was emailing back and forth. And then uh, next thing you know, I'm freshman at K-State and I'm taking a class. Shout out Steve Smethers, um, taking a class with him. And Brian Smoller comes in and he's guest speaking. This is like a month into my freshman year. And I'm like, Brian, I don't know if you remember me, uh, but like we emailed back and forth. Like I took a tour when I was in high school. I'm like, do you guys have any like internships or anything? He's like, yeah, you guys, you can come volunteer with me. So I started volunteering my freshman year, uh, got on with them. I was absolutely terrible. Didn't know anything. Andy, Preston and Jay and all of them really helped me out on that. Uh, Then junior, sophomore, junior, senior year, I took over kind of what I do now for men's basketball. I was for the women's basketball side of things. And then from there, um comes my senior year I get a job with Mizzou uh the SEC go there for one year as a video producer kind of overseeing their football team with Drew Locke at the time which is really cool 
And then I was with the men's basketball team with Michael Porter Jr. So I kind of got lucky when I got there for that uh, one year. Good timing. Oh, absolutely. Well, it's funny because I, I signed my contract, I say. Uh, and then the next day, Michael Porter Jr. commits to Mizzou. So I'm like, hey, I was just the chosen one that he followed me. So that's some five stars coming in. Um, but we had a great team at Mizzou of content uh, producers that are all over the country now. And just some of them. And then from got a job at Pitt, uh, out in Pennsylvania, not Pitt State. A lot of people think that. Um, with Jeff Capel, the men's basketball staff, uh, his first year there. And, and so I was basically full-time men's basketball staff there, just helping out with their recruiting purposes, um, helping out with their intro video, and just kind of getting people excited for pit basketball and kind of bringing them into the ACC in modern day. And then uh, about a month before my wedding, Brian Smaller calls me back up, said Dakota German's leaving. Um, do you want to move back to Kansas? And so I was trying to find a new apartment out there. I was about to get married. My wife was about to graduate uh, and I had to get married and then move back across the country all in the span of a month. So uh, and then that kind of leads us to where we're at now, back back with the cats. Yeah. So f first off, I love how all roads start with Brian Smoller. He's he's a recurring guest. I love Brian. And second off, that that last of the Mohicans video is that like the white whale that you are chasing and trying to get something up to that level? Because I think every K State fan thinks of that as the best intro video, best you know in stadium video maybe of all time. Yeah, so I'm like an old head. I'm doing one of those play uh, some YouTube, play some of the old stuff at Bill Snyder Stadium, you know, the old classic. So, like, I love the old classic stuff. So, same with men's basketball. Keep Mohican video alive as long as you can. Anytime I'm in that tunnel before the game shooting that stuff, I'm literally just thinking of the Mohicans video. So, I, lo I love it. So, there, there has been so much fun content coming out of K-State basketball, again, from the social media to the in-game hype videos, all the different video packages. What all goes into your creative process when you are coming up with the idea, producing it, and putting it out? I mean, it's, it, it's really all over the place. Like, I could be watching TV and see something that ESPN does or like a commercial, and I'm like, hey, that's kind of cool. Let's try something there. Or, I follow so many different creatives and follow so many different other schools that I don't have any relations to, but I just like what they do on, online. So, I mean, I hate, I hate to say it, but I'm kind of a copycat when it comes to that. Like if I see another school do something, I'm like, okay, let's try to one up it here at K-State or let's put our own little taste on it. Um, but also it's seeing what our students are doing, talking with them. They might bring me an idea or Jay or Starkey or someone like, Hey, let's see what we can do for here. So it's literally a team effort with everyone. Definitely. I love it. And another thing that is a team effort is making sure all the men listening to Bosco's boys are properly manscaped. So get over to manscaped.com for the greatest boxer briefs in the world and the lawnmower 3.0. You look like a dude who is properly groomed. If you want to take it to the next level, use promo code armchair for 20% off your entire purchase over at manscaped and free shipping. Anyone who sends me your receipt. I will also send you one of those awesome Bosco's Boys koozies. So what is it like working and being so close to the action when you're shooting video and different content on like basketball and football game days? I mean, it's, it's literally surreal. Like I've been shooting college athletics now basically for seven or eight years or so, but like, obviously I didn't get back. To, I didn't really shoot many men's sports when I was a student here. So um, like last year, it was, it was just weird because it was being with my favorite team, my childhood team, like 
covering Bruce Weber, covering all those guys like Shane Southwell and uh, Jordan Henriquez, all those guys. I'm like, I used to like watch you guys on TV. So, uh, but now at this point, I mean, it is a job, but at the same time, you enjoy it so much and you got to be at the best because there's so many people that wish they were in your shoes doing what you do. So, um, and doing it for the school that you love. I mean, it just makes it super, super easy to go to work every day and try to produce the best for fans like you guys. Definitely. So this isn't on the outline, but you know, you're a K-State alum. You, you grew up loving K-State basketball. How different is it being able to do it with these teams that you grew up loving versus, you know, you, you talked about when you're at Mizzou, you had Drew Locke, you had Michael Porter Jr., SEC, all that type of stuff. And then Pitt, one of the historic basketball programs, going to one of the historic basketball conferences with a historic coach, Jeff Capel. What, what is it like when you're with those teams and, and great things happening, but then you get to truly come home uh, to your school and then do it? I mean, everywhere I went, like I loved what I did everywhere I went. And each one is a great opportunity just like to move my career forward and everything. But everyone has that dream job. And when you get back to that dream job, like everything just is just how it's supposed to be, I guess is how you can say it. Um, like there's no better way. Like every day when I go to work or when I'm working the games, like I said, when I'm in those tunnels, like before the team comes out on the court, like I'm literally just thinking back to my childhood of watching those guys come down, doing the tunnel dance video, uh, all that stuff. So it's, it's just enjoyable every day. Yeah, I love it. So what would you say to someone if there's, you know, a high school kid or maybe like a freshman at K-State listening to this and they want to get into working inside college athletics? What sort of advice would you give them? I mean, honestly, just, just start shooting. Like, if you start shooting, start making videos, like, it's like anything. You're going to get better at it each and every day. At first, it might be terrible, but, I mean, day in and day uh, – what's the climb and say pound the stone you know chip chip away at it one, one day at a time so uh, eventually you get there and I mean it's I mean it's a great great job everyone loves it but at the same time it is a lot of hours um a lot of late nights a lot of weekends uh you're not always going to have holidays with family but uh if you if you like what you're doing it's all worth it I love it so now in the next two questions you and I talked a little bit before we hit record and and Emily had a lot of trouble with these these two questions as well, but I want to know what are one or two non game things that you've shot or creative things that you've done that you are most proud of. So outside of like a game day experience. Um, I, so I think I turned it down to three of them. I was kind of thinking over today of like everything I've shot over the years. And uh, I think first off uh, when I was at Pittsburgh, it was right when Mac Miller passed away and uh, he grew up Pittsburgh guy. And so we actually went to Blue Slide Park, which is the name of one of his albums. And we did a uh, party on Fifth Ave recreation of his music video with the whole team. We had like their version of the Classy Cats, their cheer team. Uh, it was 80s themed. Uh, there was local kids just from the neighborhood randomly just like popped in the shoot. Um, it went out uh, like the night of our uh, like Midnight Madness type deal. And it just went viral like Sports Illustrated picked it up. But like the coolest thing was to see the city of Pittsburgh kind of grab onto that. And everyone loves Mac Miller. So. Uh, that was definitely the top video, and I don't, it'll be very hard to beat that. Uh, I'm just going to say it now. But second one is definitely uh, when we released those script uniforms last year. Oh. We went to the basement of Ahern. Uh, I'm not kidding. It was 110 degrees in the locker rooms down there. We were sweating. It was when the natatorium was open, so there was literally just old guys walking around in towels beside us, like trying to get to their lockers. <laughs> um, 
but no, the video turned out so well. And uh, I think I had a student, Johnny Douglas, help us with that. And he covers volleyball for, for us. Um, and he helps out with a lot of other things. But just shooting that was insane and getting to see those uniforms for the first time. And then uh, final one, I'll make this one quick, was the volleyball intro we did last year. Um, we brought the band in for it. So we had like 15 members of the band come in. We did it in front of the video board. Uh, the volleyball team loves the band. The band loves the volleyball team. And everyone loves the band at K-State, I think. So just kind of tying those all together just was, was awesome. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And this is completely off topic, but I know you're a beer guy and you're in Pittsburgh. Uh, did you Have you ever been to Church's Beer Works in uh, Pittsburgh? Uh, absolutely. I was a local there. Um, I met a local there with a beer named after her. It was a Beth Beth. I can't think of what it was. It was a sour of some sort. Me and her, like once every other week, once a month, we just go sit down and have beers on a random night. Went there so many times. Yeah. So uh, I actually, me and my dad, uh, we recounted this. It would have been, uh, man, four years ago at this point when K State uh, was playing out West Virginia. And then the very next day, the Chiefs were playing the Steelers. Mm -hmm. So we were in Pittsburgh and we went to that brewery. And it's like one of the coolest breweries I've ever been to. But I, I figured, why not? I'll, I'll, I'll ask you on, on air. But it, it was one of the coolest breweries I've ever been to. So I, I love that you've been there. And you're, you're quite the uh, regular when you're in Pittsburgh. For sure. They had a lot of great breweries up there. Uh, big beer guy. So it was a good place to live for a year. Yes, I, I love it. So, so we talked about stuff outside of games. But what are, you know, those shots or those things that you have been a part of in-game or the sporting moments that you really hold on to? I mean, obviously the first one I can really think of, I mean, when I was a student, I got a, I was just running a video board camp, but it's when we beat KU, I think it's my sophomore year and they stormed the court. Uh, I was down the baseline and I don't even know what happened for the next 30 minutes. I was just swamped with people and getting camera pulled out of my hands and everything. So that was, that was a big one. But uh, my senior year of college, women's basketball hosted UConn, number one team in the country. It was sold out Bramlage. Uh, place was absolutely wild. It was a Sunday afternoon. Um, I think it was like a 15 point game, but literally we outscored them the last three quarters. So it was a really close game for most of it. Like that was just another insane atmosphere. And then um, when I was back in Pittsburgh, uh, Jeff Capel's first ACC win was, was against the top 10 Louisville team in overtime. Actually seeing like one of those ACC rivalries, kind of like you're, you're talking about Patrick uh, and just being a part of it, his first career uh, ACC win. Yeah, no, th those are awesome. I think, uh, it's wild that, you know, you're still so early on in your career and you've had so, so many of those crazy moments. I think that's a testament to how great you are at your job, being able to have those opportunities. And also at the same time, all the crazy fun stuff that's happened at K-State over, you know, the last, you know, eight years since starting when you were a student to present. So I'm hoping for more. I'm hoping you get to uh, shoot some more nets coming down in Bramlage. Uh, you know, well, I guess you weren't here for the uh, most recent Big 12 championship. So we need another one, maybe get you a ring. Oh, absolutely. Like I was a, what was I, a senior in high school when the three-peat happened with football, basketball, and baseball. And then I get to college and kind of had some, I mean, we had some good good years, but nothing great. And then, uh, of course, right after I leave, Elite Eight, Big 12. So I'm like, hope I'm not a bad luck for K-State, I guess. But No, I, I, I don't think so. I, I think it'll come around. I think we got uh, – it might be a little rough this year, but I, I – well, actually, I was on the student uh, sports talk radio show. I predicted 
K-State women win the Big 12 championship next year, and I said the men are going to win it in 2022. So I'm on the record. I might as well put it on this podcast too. So before we finish with some kind of funny ones, one final shout-out to betonline.ag. Again, if you want to uh, follow up my bold predictions, if you want to make a bold prediction of yourself, get over to betonline. They have all the best prop bets out there. Literally, if you want to put a prop on anything, you can do it. I think you can already start gambling on the 2024 presidential election if you're really feeling ballsy. So get over to Bet Online, use promo code armchair for your welcome bonuses. All right, so we're going to end with some silly questions. Uh, the first one, and this is one that I, have, I did not start asking until recently, but do you think Willie Wildcat should have a full body costume or do you think he should keep rocking with the human body and cat head? I mean, you just got to keep with tradition. You just got to keep with that, keep with the cat head. Um, I mean, that's just like all my memories, watching Willie tackle the Jayhawk or tackle the Cornhusker at middle field. Like, you, if you did that in a full cat or costume, it just wouldn't have the same effect. Um, also, if I didn't have my first job my freshman year with K-State Athletics, I was going to apply to become Willie the Wildcat. So, like, I'm, I'm 100% keep Willie the way he is. All right, I think, I think something needs to happen. And I, I understand why he doesn't spear an opponent anymore, but I think something needs to come back, whether it's the skits, whether he just, you know, hits someone with a fake mallet or a chair like WWE style. I think we need to work on something for Willie coming into football games and basketball as well. So I like it. So the next one, this has been a passion project, even pre-dating before the podcast, but do you think KC Athletics should bring back Bosco the dog? I've, I've tweeted it into you guys before. I've recently got a Basset Hound. Follow him on Instagram at Floppy Boy Ralph. Um, I'm a dog supporter 100%. Bring back Bosco. I love it. I, I, I'm building a coalition from the inside. I, it's it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Um, if you had to choose a school in the conference that you dislike the most, who would it be? Uh, I, don't, I don't know if I'm really – I mean, I have a lot of friends or creatives at other schools all over the conference and – but I mean, as a as a K State fan, I mean, you got to say Baylor. I just got I mean, they're they're at the bottom of the totem pole for me. But they have great great creatives down there, and they're doing great things inside the social world, though. Well, that that was that was as politically correct as uh, you could, and I, I I enjoy that. Have you ever had what what may, maybe I should have phrased it like this, and I'll ask it anyways. Is there like an opposing fan base or an opposing student section that you've maybe not gotten? you know, in trouble with, but that has caused you a little bit of, uh, uh, anger. Oh man. I mean, my, I think of my junior year. So one of my best friends, Jacob Reeves, he's a creative for South Carolina, but my junior year, we were playing out there for the NCAA tournament women's basketball war. And I was right in front of the band filming. And so I had some tubas just right over my head the whole time and some trombones and they had those little spit drop things and they were dropping their spit right by the camera. And I don't think it was me specifically. It was just the whole media row. And so I didn't really like South Carolina at the time, but now I'm not going to lie. They're kind of like my second favorite team with Sandstorm, Frank Martin. So, uh, but a little bit of South Carolina there. I like it. So this can be basketball. It can be any sport, but what is your current favorite K-State uniform? Current favorite? Yes, like currently in circulation. I'm going white script. Those things for foot basketball are just amazing. Up close, they're even better. I mean, they're they are awesome, and uh, hope we keep those forever. 
Yep. Shout out to a friend of the pod, Jason. Sadly, he's ascended to heights at Nike where he just can't come on our little podcast anymore. We really want to get Jason on again, but he's a big shot at Nike. So I don't know if we'll ever get him on again. What about historically? What is like a, uh, it, it might not be used anymore, but what's, what's, if you think back like all time, what, what's your favorite uh, K-State uniforms? It doesn't have to be basketball. I think they have the most uh, variety, though. So, just historically, what's your favorite K-State uniforms? I mean, I love football uniforms. That they haven't changed. But, I mean, something about the 90s K-State uniforms is darker purple. Yeah. I'm just imagining the giant shoulder pads, too, on the dudes. Like, these guys just were monsters. And I think it was more so that with, like, this, the shirts cut, like, at their belly buttons. Like, th- those were prime, prime, like, college football, just all-time out uniforms. I like it. So if we're going uh, of like the rebirth era of K-State basketball, so what what did you like most, the cat scratch or the racing stripes? I knew I like literally was going back and forth today thinking of which ones I liked more. Like the racing stripes, I think of like, I don't know, like 2010 K-State basketball, obviously, but like the rebirth really was the cat stripes and everything like that. And uh, I went to a K-State basketball camp when I was like, fourth or fifth grade and Clint Stewart was my coach so I'm gonna have to go with the cat stripes because I just like I imagine Clint Stewart with the cat stripe ones yeah I I remember going wild when I saw them wearing the when the black ones got debuted and the shorts were like so large like I I need to go back and find the picture of when they debuted those uniforms just massive shorts but yeah I saw the pair of the cat scratch ones I have the racing stripes shorts I have the original gray shorts I have the current purple ones and then just recently ordered from rally house the uh white script shorts so I, I'm a I'm a collector of K-State basketball shorts I'm not gonna lie. Those, if those have some pockets I need to get some of those they, they do so if I were you there's my Christmas yeah if I were you I'd head down to the Aggieville rally house or the superstore I'm sure they'll go quick so uh, all right, here, here's one, and, and I'm interested if you will decide to clown on anyone, but can you give us a story of any of your coworkers, past, present, that would make all the boneheads laugh? All right, I got a couple of these. Um, I, I was talking to Jay about them. So first one, I got a dog on myself. Uh, I got left in a Virgin Islands. <laughs> yes, not well. I got left at the arena at the Virgin Islands. So... We're, we're playing there my, my senior year. We just won the championship. Uh, or no, it was the night before. It was before we go to the championship. And the coaches are like, we're going to stay in scout for the next game. So uh, we'll come get you whenever we're about to leave. That's where I should have known my sign was. Uh, I'm back in the media room working away on the highlights. And I go at halftime, don't see anyone, looking around, looking around. And I go to, like, one of the tournament sponsors. I'm like, hey, have you seen anyone from K-State? And they're like, oh, no, their bus left, like, 20 minutes ago. They decided not to stay. So I don't have a cell phone, like no cell phone coverage there. I'm like trying to figure out what to do. And the hotel is like two and a half miles across, across these windy, hilly, mountainous roads. And I have a local drive me back. And we're in this Jeep and it's top off and everything. And this guy's going like 55, 60 on these windy roads and slamming on the brakes. I don't think he had a driver's license. I get back and I about threw up. I have not, I was with the team. I was the first one on the bus for the rest of the season after that incident. So learned my lesson there. Um, then the next one, this past basketball season, we're at UNLV, uh, and we're there two days early, just kind of time change, first road trip, and 
Jay Milene's parents live down in Arizona, so they came up to see him. And we're going to shoot around uh, day before the game. And I get on the bus, and everyone's like, you seen Jay? You seen Jay? I'm like, he said he was coming. Like, I haven't seen him for a while. We're roommates even. I hadn't seen him. And like, well, I guess we're going. And next thing I know, Jay's calling me. He's like, where's the team bus at? He missed the bus. So his parents, like, preschool soccer, had to go take him to practice. And uh, we just – we roasted him the rest of the season for that one. So he's quickly learned don't miss the bus. I love it. I love it. And, I, you know, what? since you, you clowned on Jay a little bit, I, I'm going to have to get Jay on – soon so just be prepared he might return the favor oh 100 he's known me since i was 17 18 years old so i'm we're ready for it. we're ro- roommates on the road so i love it and man i tell you what i i need to just become a stowaway because i think i would pay money just to be able to travel along and hang out with you and jay i i can't imagine how much fun you guys would be on some of those basketball road trips Uh-oh. it's it's a blast i mean especially those longer ones over over thanksgiving uh you get those where you're there for a week or two you go to the beach you kind of just explore the city a little bit um we got a pretty good travel party with the group so everyone likes to have a good time definitely what's the best place you've traveled with it doesn't have to be k-state could be mizzou could be Pitt. but what's like been the best travel destination that you've done while you've been working in college athletics I mean, Virgin Islands was definitely one of the top my senior year. Uh, that one was really, really awesome. And then um, my first year at Mizzou, I guess my only year at Mizzou, we went down to Orlando and we stayed like right off Disneyland and we had like two days off. So me and uh, the SID at the time, Patrick Crawford, he's down at Louisiana now. Me and him went to Disneyland and we had like the fast passes and we just, we were just like little kids. We were there all day. Uh, we were actually at Epcot when K-State beat Iowa State with the Isaiah Zuber, and he was an Iowa State grad, the guy <laughs> I was with. So we're, at, we're drinking wine in Little Italy, and me and him are like, all right, who's going to win this one? And K-State wins on the last play. Uh, he was not happy about it, like typical Iowa State guy. But, yes, that, that, just for that day alone, that might top it all. Oh, that's amazing. So that's all I had on here. As always, I want to give you the floor to – Say whatever you want to the bonehead. Say whatever you want to anyone who may come across this. Uh, the floor is yours. Uh, I just want to say thank you to you and Grant for giving us the best K-State pod out there. Um, every day when I walk my dog in the morning, I throw you guys on whenever you're on. So that's my morning walking is the, the boys to wake up to. Um, shout out to my good friend Kyle down in Wichita. He's a, he's a bonehead for life also. So, um, And uh, if you can, come out to some games this year. Definitely. It's, it's going to be tough. I – Oh, man, it's going to be limited attendance, but I tell you what, I'm going to try my best to hopefully get out there. But hopefully, fingers crossed, 21-22, Ridge will be able to be full and rocking, uh, you know. And you know what? Folks might be down in K-State basketball, but we're the defending Big 12 tournament champs, and I think that needs to come with a little bit of uh, cachet. So everyone be tuned in. Uh, what, what's your uh, social media handle? Make sure everyone's following you. And also, everyone, make sure you're following K-State Basketball on all of the social media platforms. So give those a shout-out in case anyone's not following. Uh, on all platforms, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, all that good stuff, it's at Eastern3, I-S-E-R-N, and 3. So uh, pretty simple right there. Keep the branding on point. I love it. I love it. Boneheads, thank you for listening. It was another busy week on Bosco's Boys. Enjoy your Friday. Get ready because the Cats might be pulling off a pretty big upset. 
uh, over Oklahoma State tomorrow. And before you know it, K-State basketball is going to be back. And I think fans are going to be falling in love with this freshman class very soon. So, Cody, thank you again for coming on. Please pester Jay, Brian, Emily, all of our friends in the athletic department, and also start planting little seeds of bringing back Bosco the dog, just in case Gene finally wises up and uh, green lights it. Absolutely. I'll make sure to send a letter in uh, to my weekly meeting, one-on-one meeting with Gene that I have. <laughs> Perfect. All right, guys, we'll talk to you later. Podcast Network.